Welcome everyone to Tales from Planet Customer Experience. We are really excited today to uh, to be coming to you and sharing a, an awesome experience with you. Uh, as always, my name is Brian Bruner. And I'm Deliana Pavlova. We're a couple of customer experience geeks who love sharing stories about customer experience. We have another exciting guest for today's episode. Our first one from across the ocean, actually. Um, Lotina is a friend of ours from Bulgaria and someone Brian and I've worked with um, in the past. Uh, and Latina has an exciting experience to share with us. Latina, welcome to the show. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Dilana. Great to be here. Super excited to be your guest. Um, I actually work for a market insights and CX analytics company. So customer experience is a focal point within my job. But actually today I'm going to share a story from my personal life. And the story I picked has a 100% positive spin because I think it's something we need in customer experience because so much we're focused on improvements, things that went wrong, root causes, detractors. Um, this is the reason why I decided to go with that story. Awesome. Can't wait. Uh, so it is a story that proves how exceptional customer experience can lead to maintaining uh, a, a good premium, but also have incredible loyalty. So a few months ago, as many people out there, I was down with COVID and I was under quarantine. Now, there are a lot of many daily challenges you have when you're faced with quarantine and grocery shopping is one of them. I currently live in Bulgaria, as you guys uh, noted, and online grocery shopping here is still not a big trend. So it's uh, very small. It has grown, but still the share is relatively low and it's a rather new service. So I knew there were a couple of options. I decided to try one out called eBag. Um, and I picked them mostly for two reasons. First of all, they deliver straight to your door. So they go up the apartment building, uh, which again is not usually the case with deliveries in Bulgaria. And then the second is they could allow you to do contactless delivery. So especially when you're sick, that's a great benefit because they would leave everything in front of your door and you don't have to worry uh, about a thing. So since that first order uh, until today, what kind of stayed with me uh, is how well they understood the customer journey and just putting a real effort in ensuring that it was a very smooth experience. Um, I love examples like this in my daily life because it's almost like an aha moment, you know. Um, it's like I didn't even think that these small things could make my life so much easier. Uh, but when I was presented with them, uh, it was, how did no one ever think of that? <laughs> so these guys, they do sell at a premium, uh, but it was this smooth uh, experience that I have that even after COVID, I just kept coming back and back and back. And now I'm a regular customer and I have a subscription and the whole uh, 10 uh, things. So my first aha moment was when I wasn't charged for shopping bags. Uh, for me, the biggest pet peeve in online grocery shopping, because I had tried others in the past before, is getting charged for the packaging. For me, it feels kind of like it should be part of the service uh, that I'm uh, paying for. Um, so the fact that they integrated this into their offering was a first great sign. And then the other thing they thought about is having paper bags, which 
for someone I'm very environmentally conscious, this was again a super great uh, benefit. I probably actually would have stopped buying from them if it wasn't uh, paper bags. Uh, the second time I received a broken carton of milk and I immediately thought to myself, oh, this is going to be such a hassle. Um, I have to uh, email something. They're going to say I broke it. It arrived uh, great. So I took a photo. I sent them an email. It wasn't even in the right channel that you should uh, launch uh, complaints and stuff like that. Ten minutes later, I was reimbursed for this. Wow. Um, yeah, it was extremely smooth. And every time you deal with a broken good or something like this, it's always a hassle in my experience. I only had like a couple of super smooth uh, transactions like this. Um, so even though the experience was broken, I have received a flawed product. It's the way they reacted that actually made the whole thing uh, much more pleasant for me. Um, and with every next interaction, I, it kind of improved my experience. And it's really small things that I never thought of. Things like when buying groceries by the kilo, even if it's one gram uh, or one ounce uh, less than what I have ordered, they would, uh, again, reimburse you for that uh, amount. So it, it's sense. You're getting sense back, but you get a sense of trustworthiness with these guys. And then uh, you can pick these one-hour slots and explicitly note if they're allowed to come in earlier. So this is very helpful in planning because with other online vendors, you have to sit and wait for hours. Some of them give you windows from like 10 o'clock until 4 p.m. Um, and you're just stuck at home waiting for that. And uh, one time, actually, the delivery guy came 10 minutes earlier and he called me on the phone and he said, hey, you know, I'm early. If you're at home and you're decent, I can bring the groceries up. But if not, I'll actually wait until the time has arrived for me to ring your door wow. and I'll just come up then. Yeah, it's this, it felt super personal for me, a very personal touch. And of course, I let them up. Uh, but many times I have gotten calls from delivery uh, companies where, oh, you know, we're here, even though it's not the time that you have uh, arranged for. Uh, and even yesterday I had a delivery and... It was supposed to come on the 27th. It came yesterday for a completely other uh, product. And I went online on their website and I told them, guys, you're earlier than expected. I won't be home. And then even so, they still called me and then they're like, are you at home? Because we are here with your package. And uh, so again, a very aha moment. And um, other things such as, so they created uh, this Easter design for their shopping bags and you can create small Easter baskets uh, out of them. So oh. again, not a total waste. I never thought things like this would work on me, <laughs> but they did. <laughs> but the biggest aha for me is when you do grocery shopping, what happens after you're done and you reach your house? You forgot something 
very often it's the thing that you actually went to the store for. So, but I'm not so the only one that does that. <laughs> everyone does that. Everyone does that. So uh, they have this timer that actually allows you to add extra purchases to your cart, even if after cool. you. That is incredible. After it's and been delivered. Me, after it has, after you have ordered after it. After ordered it. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, wow. so they book it up and deliver everything at yeah. once. And again, it's such a small thing, but for me, all of these things just kept piling up and up and up. Uh, and it has been a great experience kind of being a consumer for these guys. And uh, there's so many similar services out there, but it's this attention to the holistic experience that actually uh, turned me into a very loyal customer and obviously a very big promoter because I have been talking about these guys to friends, to family, to you. Um, I never filled out a survey, to be honest, so they probably don't know I'm a, I'm a promoter of theirs. But um, yeah, that's my story. That's fantastic. I, I just have to say something. I am impressed. So. This is a great experience, even by American standards. And I don't think we've disclosed this on this podcast, but I'm also from Bulgaria. And even though I haven't lived in Bulgaria for like 20 years, uh, service in Bulgaria is not great. So for that experience to come to happen in Bulgaria, to me means so much more than just like a regular, if this was a regular story in the US, which I think would still be amazing. But for that level of service and personalization to happen in Bulgaria, that's incredible. I am truly impressed. My question to you is, are they a Bulgarian company? They are. They are a Bulgarian company. And they started a few years ago and their business really picked up, I think, uh, during COVID. Uh, for me, it was very curious to hear your side, really, because... I wouldn't expect this service in Bulgaria because Bulgaria is not famous for great customer experience. It's not like the U.S. I lived in the U.S. when I was younger, but I never got to do online shopping. So for me, it was well, online grocery shopping. So for me, it was curious to see. I mean, I'm very curious to hear that even by American standards, this is actually a great experience because for Bulgarian standards, so. it's like... <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why I'm bringing it up. And I would yeah. love to hear Brian's perspective on this because I know you do some online shopping, but I think they've done some things that are truly spot on. But I just wanted to call it out that in Bulgaria, for sure, that's almost unheard of this yeah. kind of experience. That That's amazing. You know, and, and, and so, yeah, you're right. We, we, uh, my wife and I um, do online grocery shopping. In fact, we started even a little bit before COVID because neither of us like going to the grocery store. And, and so we experimented with some different ones and, and, and we use one now fairly regularly. And I would say for the most part, I'm, I'm happy with them. It's, it's a good experience. I, I think what stands out to me, Latina is, I mean, there's so many little things there that prove to me that this is not a, an individual who just gives good service or uh, a policy around a certain thing. This is a company that is constantly looking for ways to, uh, to, to increase their customer loyalty, right. Or to, to improve their customer experience. I mean, like you said, just little things like, Oh, you're, you're like, I, I, I I'm sure that the online one, uh, the online uh, service that we use would not reimburse us if they were a few grams over or something like that. 
Um, I, I'm, I mean, there's just so many, you know, the little Easter thing, like you said, I mean, there's just so many little things that to me, you know, I'm always fascinated because sometimes you can go to a, a restaurant or a store that has not great service, but one person stands out because they just take it upon themselves to, that's just who they are, right? Or they've decided that they're going to provide a great experience, but it's pretty clear after a while that this is not, you know, a, you know, for the whole company. And yet what you're explaining to me, you know, the fact that the, that the delivery driver is calling you, Hey, sorry, I'm 10 minutes early. I'll wait. Um, you know, things like that. I just, I, I'm fascinated by that. That's, and, and, and it's one last comment that I'll stop talking for a minute, but um, your, your comment about the broken milk goes back to something that we've talked about a million times on this podcast that service recovery you know, increases our, our customer loyalty even more than always providing the good service. And, and so the fact that they responded so quickly to you is, is, uh, you know, that just, it, it's, it's, it's amazing. It, it blows my mind. That's, that's a, what a great story. That's a, that's a great observation because I actually hadn't thought about that, that it's not one it's, within the entire company so it doesn't matter who you're interacting with it's from customer service to uh, the delivery people to uh, the people who are uh, in charge of marketing obviously for the shopping bags and all of these kinds of things it's obviously a very customer centric culture and you can Mm -hmm. see that in every interaction as far as uh, recovery goes absolutely i mean when i was thinking of this story it reminded me about your episode with the iPhone case um, that was late, uh, I don't know, six times yeah. it come the, the next day. Um, and also what your guest uh, said back then, I mean, it's the way they came out of the situation at the end that truly really matters. And I think from customer experience point of view, also just thinking as a professional, companies are so eager to avoid negative experiences, but they will happen inevitably. I mean, there is no way to do it 100% great all of the time. So we should also always focus on how do we recover from these experiences? Because you can recover and come out stronger at the end of the day. Because for me, that this was a big, big win. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I know I said I was going to stop talking about it. What, what other? <laughs> I, no. I, I love the the uh, the comment about uh, your grocery bags um, because I'll tell you that's one frustration I have with our um, online service. And and usually my wife is the one doing the ordering, so I'm not sure if there is an option for paper bags. I, I there might be, but but what I will say is even when they bring plastic bags, they will double bag almost everything, and I'm like. What, you know, for something that's super heavy, okay, fine. But even like a gallon of milk, they'll put it in a bag. And I know that's probably more convenient for them because they're carrying a lot of things to the to the car or whatever. But I sometimes I'm like, why do we have to have so many bags that come out of this? And like you said, from an environmental standpoint and just from a, you know, waste standpoint as well. So that's, that's really great that they uh, – and, and it's interesting too that you said – I probably wouldn't have stayed with them had they not had that option. And so for them to listen to their customer or at least know what their customer's desires are. Yeah. What a great example of, of, uh, of being customer centric, you know? Absolutely. Because I think the paper bags are not a break for anyone. I mean, no one is going to abandon the, sorry, the paper bags are not a break for anyone. No one is going to abandon them because they deliver in a paper bag. Right. But 
I, I would never take a plastic bag within the store. So I would go with my own bag or I would opt for the paper one. Um, so for me, it, it would have been an absolute make or break if it wasn't paper. So again, a very astute observation that you also need to be thinking about the hard stops for your customers and make sure that whenever possible, you can address this. But um, yeah, charging, uh, it's almost like uh, you're ordering something that costs uh, $300 and at the end of the purchase, they ask you to pay $5 for the delivery. For me, mm -hmm. it's build it into the price. Yeah. I would still pay it. And I mean, of course I need to pay it because delivery companies and delivery people need to get paid for right. their service, right. absolutely. But from a consumer standpoint, build it into the price. Don't make me spend hundreds of uh, USD or Euro or Bulgarian leva and then charge me this tiny sum at the end. It leaves a very bit bitter taste uh, in your mouth. Especially when it's just, like you said, it's, it's at the very end where you've already gone through yeah. the whole, you know, creating the order. And so, I mean, if you don't want to pay it, what are you going to do? Cancel the order and, and redo it? And, you know, like at that point, you just go, fine. all that time wasted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Exactly. Well, what a great experience. I love that. Deliana, did you have any other questions or comments or? No, thank you so much for sharing the story. And for me personally, taking me back home, <laughs> I would love to hear what it is. Grocery shopping in Bulgaria. That was fantastic. And uh, we very much appreciate you taking the time to share the story. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to have you on the Gemsic podcast as well. Yeah, tell us a little bit um, about that that podcast, Latina. Yeah. I want you to, I want you to have an opportunity to, to talk a little bit about your podcast because sure. we're excited to be on there. It's a professional podcast, so we always invite CX professionals to join. And uh, there are different topics that we discuss with them. Uh, in some cases, it has been discussed patient experience with the Barrow Institute, for example. In other cases, we have discussed customer experience from the eyes of a soccer coach okay. and kind of uh, how it, it translates to that. We have talked to many customer experience experts within clients and not only. Um, so the goal is really to from a professional standpoint, to talk about customer experience, uh, what companies are doing, why it's valuable, what it leads to, what is the impact, these kinds of things. So what's the name of the podcast? It's the GemSeek Impact, CX Impact Podcast. GemSeek CX Impact Podcast. And it's available on iTunes and wherever else. Yes. Uh, Spotify, Spotify and SoundCloud. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Anything else you want to add, Latina, before we close? No, nothing Nothing on my side. Just keep doing uh, what you guys are doing because it's very enriching to hear all of these stories, both good and bad. And I wish you the best of luck. And I hope uh, one year from now, your podcast is uh, in the thousands, millions of followers. <laughs> well, thank you. We really appreciate that. Thank you. We wish you the best of luck with your podcast as well. Deliana, anything else you want to add here? No, uh, I enjoyed hearing the story and thanks again for being a guest. Excellent. Thank you, guys. Excellent. Well, Great to meet thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, we encourage you to subscribe uh, to our podcast so you can always know when we have a new episode. And uh, 
we uh, wish you all the best and uh, we will conclude by saying greetings from Planet Customer Experience. Thank you.